bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews oh hi welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout who tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod joined as always by my lovely co-host karen and we are here for another late night review on a thursday as is our tradition uh like to get these to you hot and early fresh out the presses on friday morning Mm -hmm. and today's movie is the happy time murders but before we get into the movie we have to talk about um the trailers we saw before the movie Mm -hmm. we have one comment to reply to um for your feedback on the episodes of course if you listen to spoiler movie reviews and you watch the movie or you didn't watch the movie and you just want to give us some feedback um you can always go to the black the black guy who leave a comment on the episode post uh we appreciate when you do that let us know what you guys think we don't mind feedback um uh on different movies and stuff and you know like i said uh we hope you're enjoying these reviews um okay so happy time murders let's talk about the trailers we saw before the movie um and unfortunately for us our girl wasn't there oh beautiful brows ah such beautiful eyebrows i know ain't they pretty she was not there guys i guess she she had the day off somewhere else because these niggas getting on her last nerve she always like she was unhappy to be there yeah she was somewhere talking about us like oh this one couple comes in they always want some damn bottle of water bring it in your pants like everybody else <laughs> also i snuck some cookies into the into the uh, theater guys he did we was in the car he shoots me he's like shh <laughs> all right now i was like what you think i'm gonna tell so we both can go down no well, you know karen is a snitch so i don't trust you, you said if there's ever a crime you tell it so um all right let's get into i don't but i don't think you're going to jail off of that so we good you never know what you uh let's get into the trailer <laughs> but if they ask and you know that's a whole other story the first trailer was assassination nation which is a trailer i've never seen before me either it appears to be about some um girls who live in a town um who uh um they live in a town where there's like a hacker or something Mm -hmm. that hacks people and puts their business on the street and then that somehow Mm -hmm. turns into like a murder game um because because the way the from my understanding you know just from the trailer look like people were being hacked so people were talking about hey this person got hacked that person got hacked this person got hacked but then it happens that like half of the city got hacked like they cell phones information got hacked and you know because you know dude the preview people talk about yeah i talk you know i i'm not perfect i talk shit about people and one of the people that got hacked what happens to be a a young lady that i guess i don't know if she posted news or was posting nudes 
and so uh people you know very judgmental and you know their thing was like why is it that you know a girl posts you know provocative pictures and people feel like they gotta murder her and kill her you know and it was one of those things where that provoked people being very violent more towards her specifically and towards each other and it's one of those things where um i thought about it i was like well that's the reality of that's almost that's almost like social media come to life because mm. you know in reality a lot of people are very mean they're very bitter they're very angry you know they talk about a lot of uh particularly towards women a lot of violent shit that they would do to women and this is like hey i'm not i'm I'm not not even gonna talk about it but i'm gonna be about it and this is almost like what happens if you know some of the shit that you don't want to be public all of a sudden becomes public and how like a city just breaks down wow that's the most we've ever had to say about any trailer that we've ever watched are you interested in seeing this movie or something i don't know i I, because it was so because i was just soaking in like the visuals and what they was talking about and you know uh particularly at the end where the girl was like hey you know you might kill me but you know this just the idea so i it's something that i actually might see Mm. um just for the fact that is actually even though it's a movie i actually in my mind i connected real life social media to it you know about how people's inner thoughts if they're made public how people would respond to to those things being public you know because everybody a lot of people put on these images and and paint these pretty pictures about themselves which it's not like a lot of people in this city did but all of a sudden everybody knew what you thought and these ideas out there and and all of a sudden people was like hey i don't like this and everybody does not respond well to that so i was thinking about it i think i was like well it might be scary but i don't i think it's going to be less scary and more of a i don't say a social project but you know just to see how people socially interact and how people uh how people are so obsessed about their image and how they're viewed and how they're being viewed by people that i think that for some people i know it might sound crazy you know it would probably lead some people to violence in real life in some of these situations okay yeah uh it's interesting because i saw the same trailer i think i saw i picked up on some of the like this is an allegory for how we crucify people via social media and how even though we all make the same um not even mistakes but just do the same actions sending a selfie of uh a nude to somebody um saying something in a text message you wouldn't say to somebody's face uh but this hacker was putting this stuff out making it public and then people were deciding to basically crucify the targets um that were exposed and deciding that they could go hunt them uh it looks like in this one small town now this takes place in the town of salem my guess is that this is an allegory for the Salem witch trials ah. and using basically current uh information because the Salem witch trials to me were always so crazy and misogynistic it was like these women how dare they not fit into the prototypical um image that we have for um for 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 women at this time but they're they're not married or they're older or they have an affair or they you know live on the outskirts of town or something we need to fucking kill these women um and it sounds so ridiculous but that actually really did happen Mm -hmm. um so i guess it's kind of like could social media hysteria 
be led into some offline violence in real life i don't know exactly if it's going to be too preachy or whatever but i personally just was not interested in it because it kind of felt like one of those it felt to me the same way that you normally feel about stuff like unfriended the dark web or the purge okay where it was almost too contrived uh to me where it's like okay this is so far from realistic i might not watch it but uh no hearing that you are interested in seeing it i would definitely go see it with you if you want to see it okay um because maybe it turns out to be something deeper than i think but right and, and then like i said it may be just what my mind is yeah, just, yeah no you don't need to uh go back and explain I, you explain yourself perfectly i i if it turns out to be what you said i would love to uh watch it you know i hope it is what you said because that's a deeper movie than how i was looking at it like almost some like i said uh unfriended uh to the dark web or right you know what those like those movies actually look really corny this didn't look corny like that to mm-hmm. me yeah i don't know and i I do want to see what the secrets um um are gonna be to each person because right. it looks like they each person in the cast is gonna have a different like level of secret that that's getting exposed and how people are gonna come for them um you know and and there with this world there's so many things you can um there's so many things you can use to kind of expose people quote unquote mm-hmm. um and so many things that we've seen turn evil um where there's like someone being trans um mm-hmm. whether it's uh racism whether you know right. and, and, and the only thing that kind of turned me off a little bit from this movie was when they first introduced the cast of her friends and they do the typical three white people one black one one black girl in the crew mm-hmm. and i was like oh, how many of these high school age flicks have we seen with the the sassy black friend or whatever but you know i pushed that out of my head and was like you know maybe they're gonna tackle some of these things yeah and like i said because the way i viewed it um i don't know how can i say it and I might be completely wrong with this statement, but you know, who knows? They may go into people being trans and all that. Like some of this stuff may be secrets of people that all of a sudden becomes public, and everybody does not handle that well. I mean, that's that's exactly what they show you in the trailer. So hmm. you know, I said that's, that's exactly what they show you in the trailer is that people get exposed, their secrets get put out, and then like people don't handle it well oh okay and and i didn't know if, if transgender was one of them but oh I, I, I think well one of the actresses is trans that makes sense uh, harry okay. neff uh who plays bex um you know she is like she she is a trans actress and it's gonna like i wonder if that'll be one of the things that gets quote-unquote exposed and then people try to kill her so like this has a chance of being like something that we can look at and be like yo this is actually a dope um concept and they took the real life shit that's happening every day and made it uh something worth um worth watching you know okay that okay that makes more sense okay yes so um but um anyway uh the other trailers were um nobody's fool we talked about it mm-hmm. night school talked about it mm-hmm. girl in the spider's web talked about it correct the nun i think we talked about it yeah, uh, i'm not, not going to see that i've mm-hmm. never seen any of those nope, uh, other I, films i don't like them scary movies All Right, but i've never seen any of the uh other ones that uh 
it, the conjuring i've never seen those Mm-mm. uh second act was one about uh j-lo is playing a woman who works at like lowe's or home depot and you know what man you talked about this them h2 brothers the h brothers hawaii, hawaii. them them yeah, h brothers them niggas be everywhere and the thing is even with this movie it looks like not tell me funny it may have been written for an asian woman or written written for somebody asian they was like why would you say somebody asian for this one i don't get it because not really asian but because uh they think they interact with somebody they was like you have to speak like a language and the people look like they were from like asian descent but she was at the table talking to them yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. i think at some period of time it may have you know like it's like they always throw not all the time throw something like that kind of in the mix I'm, I'm for the previews that we've been seeing is it, it, it and, and we talked about before some of these movies look look like they may have been written you sure this was an h brothers one yes okay because it popped up on the screen okay the, and, the, and the reason why because the letters are so distinct when they pop up that i can always kind of remember them mm-hmm. yeah this was the h brothers movie too okay and when i seen that i was like okay that makes sense Hmm. like she's actually faking some faking like it's some, not listed on their wikipedia as one of their movies it's not okay no i know imdb they have it listed as a stx entertainment i don't know who yeah, that I, is i don't know why but i thought I've i know seen this it. movie was h brothers and yes okay this movie was okay because there was say, something I in our trailers that was h brothers though so uh, we seen like two two or three peppermint movies. was h brothers for sure yes yeah maybe second act was h brothers i don't because yeah, it was I, like back I mean, to back whenever we seen the preview and they and when they do it they actually flash it real quick right yeah i, I remember seeing it and sometimes it's, it's produced sometimes it's them and then whoever else produces it you know cause sometimes three you know three or four production companies that get together but and i remember seeing that for i this remember one. seeing it too it's weird it's not mm-hmm. listed on here maybe they'll add it to their wiki later right anyway um yeah I, i'm not interested in seeing this movie saying uh it looks terrible to me um agreed uh shout out to you know some of the people i like that are actors in it leah remini jennifer mm-hmm. lopez yes. milo shout out milo ventimiglia but i won't be going to see this one right um and um you know I, and 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 it's weird with jennifer lopez anyway because i love i love jennifer lopez that has grown into herself and she's gotten older really accepted mm-hmm. and like elevated her body i feel like society came back to jennifer lopez because it's like she got so typecast as the woman with a big butt at the beginning of her career that she basically ran away from that as hard as possible and lost weight got all small yeah started doing all these like roles where she's playing italian and everything but latinx everything Mm -hmm. but puerto rican and i i don't know if this character will be puerto rican or whatever but it looked like she might yeah i don't know that this character will be puerto rican or not i couldn't tell from the last name and she didn't have any level of accent or anything you know so it was no like tales in the trailer necessarily okay okay i agree um like this could be another and then her best friend was leah remini who normally plays like italian and shit so this could be another you know she's a italian from new york again Mm -hmm. i i don't know um but what i was gonna say is that uh it looks like it could be 
fun but just it seems extremely predictable like mm-hmm. she basically has her resume faked so she can get a better job she can do the job she just doesn't have a resume for it she starts doing the job she's great at it she becomes famous via this fake social media account and you just know that the end is she gets exposed loses everything and she learns that you know uh the lesson is she lied or whatever but the uh, the other lesson is for society that stop counting people out just because they make minimum wage and we treat mm-hmm. women terrible and this woman deserved a raise a long time ago and she had to do this out of desperation so uh good luck to that one though yeah i won't be seeing that one um uh let's see was there any i think there was that was it there were no new trailers other than those two that's it and I, every other trailer was we, we've, we've seen, seen before mm-hmm. yeah bad times at the l royale so um yeah peppermint the more and more i think about it mm-hmm. i might actually go see that peppermint movie Oh, I'm, I was in from the jump. I don't know why you wouldn't have been, but oh, I was yeah. already in. I was like, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Jennifer Gardner who's from Alias. Yes, and we watched doing, every single episode of Alias. Yeah, basically doing some long kiss goodnight yeah. shit. Like, yes, why the sir. fuck would I not be into that? It's everything I love about Yeah, she's movies. an incredible white man. And it looks like they're going to do the switcheroo thing, which they do in so many of these type of movies where like the original bad guys who did the motherfucking uh drive-by look to be mexican and then she uh kills them but then you're gonna the real bad guys up the hill are gonna be probably be some like white dudes you kill my dude yeah yeah like oh they put these game bangers to it and they really hired them for the such and such corporation i don't know <laughs> anyway i'm just willing to watch her kill people me too all right happy time murders time to review this movie for spoiler movie reviews of course we have spoilers we talk about them we rate it zero to five at the end we talk about what we like what we didn't like and score it uh after this we'll do your feedback um let's get into it uh happy time murders is a movie about the dark side of the uh puppets basically um i think this actually has some legal shit uh holding it up to to start because Mm -hmm. brian henson i believe is the son of jim henson i think so Mm -hmm. um and he's he worked for on the muppets he did the muppet christmas carol labyrinth uh muppet treasure island um and all this stuff um and he uh wanted to make this movie about the a comedy about the you know the dark side of the um the the muppet stuff and for our rated thing you know the audience has gotten older we can you know we can take it and the people who are over the muppets and shit was like no like they sued him or whatever and was like you can't use uh this shit uh, right. from my understanding and it was like you don't own muppets like right you don't own puppets like i can, right. like i might can't say it's sesame street but come on i can you know kind of do this and um but it, it has all the hints and allusions to that type of like sesame street stuff mm-hmm. anyway so this is a murder mystery that takes place where muppets live in a world with real humans and they coexist but muppets are basically like the niggas of the world and uh humans treat them are down on them and um it's up to a puppet and his former partner on the police force to solve who's killing all these puppets in the um you know in los angeles um and hilarious hijinks ensue um 
so uh yeah i, I really don't have a spoiler to give mm-hmm. for this because it's pretty straightforward it's exactly what you think i guess the spoiler is uh the girl who father was killed in a um accidental police shooting uh is the real villain of the movie uh karen what uh, give me some what you liked the number one thing that i loved 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 about this movie was the muppets Mm. the muppets literally stole the show from the beginning to the end they were so bright they were so colorful you know even though the muppets they were they, they interacted with the world like a reality and 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 it was just so much um fun particularly you know being a kid and watching the muppets and now you're watching as the dog going oh my you know um the muppets literally every muppet was a character of his own uh, of their own Mm -hmm. even if they had many lines or one or two lines it was like whenever there was a muppet on the screen it was like laughter you know um and i the muppets i had a ball just watching them and it took me so deep into my childhood watching you know the muppets and all that stuff so i just the muppets in general that's interesting that it took you into your childhood because i feel like this film does the exact opposite so much like they just consistently remind you that this is not a film for kids oh it's not and and when they do the previews they tell you now like on the commercials Mm -hmm. they tell you don't take your kids to go see like they've actually say that in the commercial in the previews now yeah um not just for the previews though i'm saying in the movie every two minutes something happens that goes this shit is definitely not for fucking kids so no it's not i never got the whole like it took me back to childhood like the nostalgia never kicked in none of that shit because they're constantly reminding you that this is not your daddy's muffins this is not your the muffins you grew up with and they make sure to call them like puppets like they keep from saying like muppets because i believe that's like you know illegal or whatever that's part of what they got sued over correct um at any rate um the um the part of what worked for me was um just the raunchy jokes you know yes the 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 one sex joke we all seen from the trailer with him shooting sperm all over the place obviously but then there's just a bunch of stuff like puppet porn and that shit was fucking hilarious that cow that was getting milked um (gasps) by an octopus that looked like it was giving four hand jobs to his udders right and then you had one scene where it was some dominatrix shit Mm -hmm. where the where it was like a real dog a dog puppet a dog puppet actually like doing dominatrix to like a man Mm -hmm. making him bark that shit was fucking hilarious and then the names they were giving for like all the acts and shit like Mm -hmm. that shit was hilarious yeah um like they had this thing called um pilafing let me play it for you Mm -hmm. the clip uh from the movie oh god damn it how the hell did you get in here it was actually very easy it just like the lock it took me like under a minute Oh, great. Apparently anybody who wants to can just walk right into my apartment. Great. Listen, I need your help to save him. Do you know what they'll do to a puppet ex-cop in prison? They will tear out all of his stuffing and fill him back up with rice pilaf. And then they'll fuck it. Okay. Just... They fuck that rice pilaf until it's more like a mashed potato. Okay. It's a term they call pilafing. <laughs> so yeah it's stuff like that that to me it's like you never forget that this is not 
this is not a child's thing this is always an adult thing because they're saying stuff like that what else did you like also i actually love um marissa uh not marissa uh melissa mccarthy melissa sorry melissa i actually enjoy melissa a lot uh this is one of her funner roles because she actually got to be herself um and she did the action because she's always been able to do action but there were scenes where she was fighting and when she was going back and forth with her uh her puppet uh co-worker uh puppet uh ex uh partner i really enjoyed her and she was very fucking funny i actually loved her and this is one of my funner roles i enjoy her in this and i enjoyed her in spy yeah i i mean i enjoy her pretty much in everything she does she's uh, always good to me um she was great in ghostbusters as well yes she was good in ghostbusters Um, too but yeah she carries this movie and you know considering that in a lot of scenes it's not an actual person you're interacting with right and in some scenes she was like literally the only person around Mm-hmm. um so i enjoy the her comedic elements and stuff uh some of the some unfortunately some of the jokes that were like the bigger jokes for her are in the trailer correct so it kind of hurts those moments but then there's other jokes where she's just like i love when she gets called bitch at the card table mm-hmm. and she beats up all the puppets in there <laughs> um and makes the dude uh stop saying bitch to all the women mm-hmm. um like i love that and she's addicted to sugar in the way that you know like another type of movies it's like this person's an alcoholic or she was addicted to sugar because she had a puppy a uh, puppet liver liver because she got a transplant because she got shot and they could only put a puppy liver in her they didn't have a uh human liver they could give it give her right because they end up going to the puppet hospital because it was right. like the closest hospital so uh yeah that she was great in this um i really do i just enjoy her in pretty much everything so i have a soft spot for her um and uh another thing i liked about this movie was um it's short correct hour and 30 minutes like it's it's funny because it's it's definitely not a kids movie but they took a lot of the sensibilities of what kids movies are now where it's like we're not gonna keep you in here for more than an hour 20 something minutes come on and they basically did that like with a couple minutes extra of like the trailer mm-hmm. but you don't have to watch the whole trailer but the couple minutes and that they do like a song uh i think it was i want candy mm-hmm. other than that and it's basically they showed you behind the scenes of how they filmed everything and moved that, stuff that was fun to watch it was really neat and um then that's it so you basically spent about an hour 25 minutes in the theater watching the movie other than you know the 25 minutes of trailers um and i love me a good short movie that's just silly and lets me get out of there me too you start pushing over that 90 minutes you better be a good movie yeah give me something else you like i also uh liked uh the lady that played his assistant maya rudolph yes yes uh, she was so adorable in this movie um she was so cute in her outfits and her hair and you could tell that she really cared about him at the end she, he asked her to go on a date and she was so excited i re- it was a cute role for her yeah maya's good in everything uh, like they okay so casting in this joint was actually really good let me just go over some more casting before we just start naming individual actors mm-hmm. um so maya rudolph was great as bubbles his assistant bubbles that was her name um elizabeth banks was in this as jenny his former love interest yes i was actually kind of surprised to see elizabeth banks in this joint because 
she you know i've seen her in a lot of she does some comedy not like she is funny mm-hmm. but um you know i always just see her in so many serious roles and shit um but i mean looking at her career she's amassed quite the career of people that i really fuck with on the low and without thinking about it and it's kind of weird because i look at elizabeth banks and i get complete like fox news host vibes off of her mm. and meanwhile at, looking at her career i'm like oh i like these movies you know um but uh and she's really and she, a lot more comedy than you would think mm-hmm. um but yeah she was funny in this joint uh she was a stripper who stripped for puppets yes the stuff she was doing those rabbits was funny yes that shit was fucking hilarious because she basically she took a carrot and them rabbits was like yeah baby with that carrot and she like shaved the carrot and like for those of you that uh actually uh use like the um the uh shaving device she was shaving she would scrape it off and she was like shaving them over the rabbits and the rabbits was going crazy telling her to bite the carrot it was fucking hilarious right um leslie david baker who you guys may know is stanley from the office was in this yes and he played basically the lieutenant the almost like the police chief role you know these movies always have a black police chief who's always like i loved him you in know this role. like you lose cannon and shit he was so good as like the the, the lieutenant in this one joe McHale's in this as an fbi agent yes he was hilarious like it's just great casting all around i was just very impressed and you know i don't know all the voice actors necessarily to mm-hmm. be honest um but just as the human being people that were on the screen it was like oh glad they got here uh let's see uh anything else you like and i know we talked about the uh puppets but I really enjoyed the interaction that uh, Melissa had with the, her partner. Mm-hmm. Even though I know it was a, a, a puppet, yeah. I really enjoyed their interaction with each other. Whoever wrote the lines did a very good job. Yeah, um, and they do have some silly over-the-top moments. I think my favorite was probably when uh, they shot up the radio because they had an emotional conversation, and then it started playing a uh, uh, emotional song and so it was like nah fuck that and shot up the radio (laughs) yeah that was like turn it off turn it off i don't know how it's your phone no it's not right and she shot it up the radio she shot the radio and i think uh and on the low they also talked about uh something i really enjoyed too they talked about colorism Mm -hmm. even even though with puppets they talked about it because uh the main character's brother and they would because it was like happy fun times whatever his old tv show was it was getting ready to go into syndication and they showed it and his brother was like this beautiful like deep blue and then they showed him now and he's like he's almost like almost like a sky blue like really light blue and he got like a human nose and he joked about how his asshole is in the puppet ass i was like what is happening here and his hair shed it ain't the same i was like wow yeah it was uh yeah they have that was another positive they have some pretty funny and deep metaphors to a certain extent if you're black and you're racially aware Mm -hmm. i don't know exactly how everyone's gonna take it because i still remember how people reacted to bright which i didn't have a problem with but a lot of people were like why can't we just put black people on the screen and talk about our story why we gotta put 
you know trolls on the screen and make that the black experience you know and i get that that that's how some people feel but i'm not one of those people who's bothered by that so that's you know that's their perspective but me but the puppets were definitely that like yeah it was this is the black experience a puppet tries to attach a tag cab a white man literally mm-hmm. pushing them out the way and hops in the cab um there was a puppet that was basically soft shoeing on the streets come on for for these kids for people trying to earn money and these kids came and took his eyeball and started tossing it around mm-hmm. um there's a lot of like people being racist the puppets right in their face like when they went to the office of the of the tv show producer and he basically just talked like uh tommy wasn't even there mm-hmm. like just being so super like like puppets are stupid like yeah right he in his sh- face. it sounds like he screwed everybody like out of their deals yeah. and all that shit like they made a fraction of what they just sh- like they did made. black entertainers back in the day right um so they were second class citizens and yes you know they got all the things that uh all the oppression that second class citizens get and black people being one of the main examples in america Mm -hmm. so i can understand uh i like i liked the shorthand of that and how they illustrated how fair it was um you know that was a good thing to me Mm -hmm. um let's see anything else Mm -mm. um also I, i i liked the element of sugar as a drug in this uh movie agreed and like people were getting strung out on sugar um yes. for example one of the castmates of the happy time gang which was what the the, the people who were being filmed in the, filmed in the killed in the movie were members of the happy time gang which used to be a tv show back in the day when you know puppets were first getting on tv and shit and um like these subtle i guess quote unquote is probably too big a word for it but these nods to like real stuff like karen said colorism racism and then this drug addiction one of the mm-hmm. main characters a lovable goofer had fallen on hard times and was now living in a fucking sugar den sugar for goofer friend <laughs> i just want to know what you know about the happy time murders oh, oh. goofer give you happy time oh, oh 50 cents i'll suck your dick <laughs> Well, it's a great price. Makes me wish I had a dick for you to suck. Yeah. I'm gonna, um, take that as a yes! God damn it! Do not come at me like that! Want me to go for my gun? No. Unless you're talking about your penis. Then maybe. Hey, you don't come at me like that. For 50 cents, Goofer will give you a felty. A felty? No. I'll give you what I call the continental hot sock. I don't want anything hot from you i will need a gallon of kombucha and some oatmeal (laughs) so so fucking ridiculous but yeah that sugar thing was kind of funny um uh in the movie as like a replacement for drugs and alcohol um yes and also talking about drugs and alcohol uh melissa had like a refrigerated fucking full of maple syrup i was like right. oh my gosh how many how many of these bottles because he had came to clean up her house uh what was what, what was the name of her uh uh partner i believe it was tommy tommy and the thing about tommy that was hilarious he had came to clean up her house and she had sugar fucking everywhere mm-hmm. um yeah I, th- I thought it was uh really good or was it or did his name start with a p oh it might have started i don't with, remember you know what it, i don't think it was tommy i think it's it's something with a p 
phil phillips i think was his name oh phil phillips yeah okay yeah phil phillips so okay. phil was his her partner i said phil. tommy earlier uh he played by bill beretta um mm-hmm. but uh yeah he like that was it was so funny um uh just their relationship and i and i i mean it was typical like they had a like it's funny because the script had a backstory it had everything that if it was just a human being action film they it was required you know but and they took the time to really have like these ridiculous flashbacks of yeah this is why he got kicked off the force because he didn't shoot a puppet and uh he missed he was supposed to be a marksman but he missed this puppet and um they basically looked at it like he as a first puppet on the force wouldn't kill another puppet so therefore he was uh bad uh and not to be trusted and they started a new rule that no puppets could ever serve on a police force and humans couldn't be partnered with them anymore and it's weird y'all but the more i think about it this is the exact plot to basically bright like bright it's basically bright but they replaced it with puppets okay i didn't and played it up for comedy and it actually was more fun you know Mm. without the like super ridiculous ending of bright which i mean i don't mind bright i liked it but without the super ridiculous like ferris came and they had a battle with wands like nothing like that happens at the end (laughs) but the whole partnering up with somebody outside of the the race of humans and who can be trusted and second class citizens all that stuff was in this movie and it uh yeah that was it was all there was there anything you didn't like Mm-mm. oh something else i did like i mm-hmm. I like the villain oh yeah okay mm-hmm. she was hilarious mm-hmm. um, i think her name was sandra sandra yeah i think that was the name of the bad the the lady who turned out to be the bad guy yeah it was just a running a running joke uh yeah they even had like that old cliche some actress did that when they like crossed their legs you could like see her vagina hair i was, it was like what uh, is this call back to basic instinct okay and they show she had purple vagina pubic hair right um <laughs> and that i love when they figure out she's the killer or whatever and part of the way they figured it out was um <laughs> because of that because of because of the, the pubic hair yeah dorian dorian davies plays sandra um but yeah they basically figured it out because of the pubic hair that um she, that <laughs> she, she was, was that little girl with the purple hair from the original um accidental shooting of her father and this is all a big plot for revenge correct oh, so good and um, the airplane thing was hilarious too and, and, and it was funny because after she died she was a, a field shot on the head and she died uh melissa was like uh mm, she pulled off that white outfit huh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um all right so you say there's nothing you didn't like Mm-mm, i had a ball i enjoyed this movie yeah um okay so i have a few things that i would bring up one and this could be old you know mr rod can't you know i can't uh get into <laughs> some of this like lego movie type shit um so one of the things was they really played up the like cussing and gore and sexual innuendos with the puppets constantly throughout the whole movie to the point where some of the jokes were kind of forced into like where they weren't really necessarily funny but it's like they wanted to remind us every two minutes like fart shit jizz bitch fuck i I can see that and like some of the dialogue was super simple because of that like you know it was just like 
yeah well fuck you well, fuck you fuck you motherfucker it's like okay y'all just wrote no this. fuck you right y'all wrote this to have puppets saying fuck you Correct. as much as possible um which i guess if you're going for rated r why not right um, you be like hey we already rated r let's go full fledged right um so i thought that was kind of a thing that i i can see that if you're not into that that gag might wear on you obviously the puppets being a stand-in kind of for black people and how they're treated in america they're gonna be black I, I, hopefully there's not a lot of people that go see this movie that have that feeling but i feel like there if if this movie is popular which i don't know if it will be or not to Me be honest either. um if it's popular and, and a lot of people see it you will see the think pieces of never fails. white people always putting blank instead of black people in their movies which let's be honest nobody want to see a comedy made by white people that shows black people as the joke so i don't even know why niggas get mad about that shit yes they can do trolls that's probably better um and you wouldn't like it if some black person did it either you like y'all are not gonna be if you're not willing to laugh at a stand-in for black people and shit like this you're not gonna be willing to laugh at actual black people come on you're gonna be madder but i enjoyed it because it got a lot of the parallels between race Mm -hmm. and the puppets and stuff and entertaining white folks and all that stuff i really liked it but Mm -hmm. i like i said i'm putting it on here because i feel like when we do these reviews i kind of want to give people a heads up uh for what they're seeing or maybe if they've already seen it so they don't feel like we're just out here just we liked it fuck you if you didn't like it like nah mm-hmm. i liked it but i mm-hmm. can see how you might have this opinion agreed um and i want to say that's really about it for you know anything that i can think of i mean you know the, like i said the plot's really predictable mm-hmm. to a certain extent you know you know that at one point you know like oh they're gonna frame this dude for all the murders and you know it's very predictable in that way but in a forgivable way because it's a comedy and you know they're gonna spend some of the stuff on his head by the end and they do um all right let's rate it zero to five a four yeah all right i would give this i think i would give this about a three um it was that that's not to say it's bad um but i think it's like a matinee type movie um you don't have to see this opening weekend Mm -mm. you don't have to see this like fuck you waiting for go see this shit like if you can catch it on a sunday morning with those five dollar tickets at amc it's it's well worth your five dollars you know yes um but i and i and i really did enjoy it but like i said uh it the, it, it basically has one gag and it's like if you're consistently always laughing at puppets saying fuck you're gonna love this movie if you get about 60 minutes in and you're like all right i need a little bit more than just we're smoking sugar or whatever i need some some actual like some, some more b- built up jokes uh it, it doesn't really have many jokes that build up mm-hmm. and make it a more complicated complex comedy and they don't really have any standout performance like um say a tiffany haddish in uh girls trip or something to push it over the comedy edge for me like everybody was good decent to okay um with their performances i think if they would have gotten like a standout performance from somebody then it probably may elevates this movie to the next level um so anyway uh let's get into your comments we got one comment before oh, yes you, before you go on uh, something I can say that I and, and it wasn't the movie itself something I can say that I did not like the more, more I think about it 
is that because we go to the movies so much we seen like trailers that actually didn't get aired on tv Mm -hmm. so some of the jokes we had literally had already seen so that's why i gave it a four versus a five because it was like okay some of these jokes you've already have shown that's a great point and you know i'm gonna take it back and move it up to a four that's a great point if you haven't seen all the trailers it probably is a four especially if you haven't seen the red band trailer correct because you probably are thinking oh this will be okay and then it's gonna be so raunchy that you'll be like holy shit Mm -hmm. so yeah i i guess i forgot about that because i've seen both versions of the red band trailer um and all that shit so for me it was kind of like oh man some of the best jokes i've already seen correct if you haven't seen a trailer or you only seen the pg-13 trailer oh you're gonna have oh yeah yes yes you will actually be surprised if you have seen the red band and shit like i said i probably say around a three so let's just settle on three and a half um Mm -hmm. all right happy time murders in the books now let's talk about your comments we got one comment for a spoiler review 198 movie uh mission impossible uh fallout this is from brooklyn shoe baby says i just wanted to chime in on your sport movie review since i finally got to see mission impossible fallout with my movie pass oh they finally let you get in okay i know right uh i don't have any words i love this movie it just gave me exactly what i wanted tom cruise running his motherfucking white ass off Mm -hmm. made me tired just watching him straight up the audience laughed and cheered when he started running and the bathroom fight oh my god that was great the audience was ooing and aahing and screaming damn throughout the entire scene uh i like that they added some more humor and i love the prospect that angela bassett might be in charge of the imf come mission impossible seven mm-hmm. no one can fucks with the impossible white man greatness that is tom cruise Brooklyn mm-hmm. Shoe, babe. i agree completely on everything you wrote same all right that's it for this uh episode of spoiled movie reviews thank you so much for listening guys and we'll check you out um on the next time peace, peace.